Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. We have a lot to talk about here, not the least of which is obviously Monday Night Raw last night, but that may take a while, so I may hold that one off until later. But I can tell you that as of this moment right now, over 12 hours after Raw went off the air, we have zero update on Alexa Bliss. Last night appeared to have been burnt to a crisp at the end of Raw by Randy Orton. And... There's a article up on WWE.com. They always recap the show, and they got the results of all the matches and everything like that. And literally, the recap ends with the eight-man tag. There's no, not a word about what happened. And the funny thing is, the actual headline of the article is about Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. But when you read the article, there's no mention of Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. I presume because whoever wrote the article has absolutely no idea what's going on. Has no idea how to explain what happened. But yes, the show went off the air with Alexa Bliss covered in gasoline. The lights went out. Randy Orton lit the match. And the screen faded to black. So I guess we wait seven days to find out if Alexa Bliss is okay. So anyway, there's that frivolity to talk about. But we also have serious stories. Obviously, the lineup for AW tomorrow night. We have a lineup. The show has been completely rewritten. They were going to be doing New Year's Smash, night one and two, and those shows have now been moved. Uh, they've all been bumped a week, so New Year's Smash is going to air on January 6th, and the second night will take place on January 13th. The show on Wednesday is a tribute show to Brody Lee. We have five matches announced so far, including a match set up because it is Brody's son's, Brody's favorite wrestlers all teaming up in a match. So we'll talk about that. SmackDown ratings and so much more. The good news and the bad. Back in a moment. Observer Live.
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145 800-472-5145 That's 800-472-5145 Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Right in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We've got a lot of stuff to get into today, so I say that we get the bad news out of the way first. Damien666's wife passed away due to COVID. If you've been following the situation in Mexico, it is a nightmare. I cannot even tell you the number of luchadors, people associated with Lucha Libre that have passed away due to COVID. It's in the dozens. That's not even an exaggeration. So him and his wife had been ill with COVID, 
And now we are learning that she passed away. I have no other details on it except that it happened. So terrible story there. Best wishes to the family. We also have this from MLW, which is not COVID-related, but also bad. MLW.com has learned popular luchador Septimo Dragon was rushed to hospital Ciudad Medica, where he underwent surgery for undisclosed injuries last night. He is in rough shape, said Court Bauer. We are all pulling for him and his family during this incredibly difficult situation. Reports out of Mexico indicate he was a victim of a hit-and-run accident on the highway. Particulars pertaining to his condition remain guarded out of privacy. There is a way MLW fans and friends can help. We're asking for our friends and fans in Mexico who are type A-plus blood donors. Please consider donating, said Dr. Nelson Swegler, the chief physician for MLW. A-plus donors can learn more about donating by calling the Red Cross of Irapuato or by going to uh, the clinic in uh, Salamanca to donate. Numbers uh, plus four six four six four eight zero five three two. So hopefully that ends well, but asking for blood donations does not sound good. So that's obviously bad news. And in the bad news category, but it's also a nice thing, AW has noted yesterday here on the show, they are revamping the entire Dynamite show on Wednesday. It will now be a tribute show to Brody Lee. The planned New Year Smash show, uh, which was going to be taking place uh, this Wednesday and the following Wednesday. They're being moved to January 6th and January 13th. So what we know about Wednesday right now is the following five matches. Brody's son Brody, his favorite wrestlers will be teaming for one night only. It is Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and Preston Ten Vance against Team Taz, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Young Bucks and Colt Cabana will be facing Matt Hardy and Private Party. Hangman Page, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds will face MJF, Santana, and Ortiz. We've got Anna Jay and Ty Conti versus Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. And Lance Archer, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson will be teaming up to face Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, and The Blade. So that is the lineup for the show on Wednesday. That, of course, going head-to-head with the NXT show, which has... Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, which sounds like a fantastic match. Uh, Johnny Gargano will defend, or he'll challenge, actually he'll defend, I'm sorry, against Leon Ruff. They're doing the curse gimmick where uh, Gargano always loses the title on the first defense. Will he lose it again to Leon Ruff? And the annual NXT awards. So that's, that's most of the bad news. Any thoughts on any of this, Mike? Well, just the the COVID situation is just sad, and uh, in Tokyo, just because we're closing in on the uh, the dome show, eight hundred and fifty six new cases in Tokyo. I believe it was yesterday. They had a seven day average, which is now nearly seven hundred. They had almost nine hundred people on Friday, so this is obviously going to be an issue in twenty twenty one. Nobody didn't think it would be, but as we now approach. 2021 in the dome shows it's just a reminder that this is going to be a rough year for everybody involved too and it just continues to 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 get worse that way uh conversely in a little bit of the good news that you mentioned the aew show being set up is a tribute to Brody lee uh john huber 
what can you really say about that? You know, just top notch doing these things for the family. They have they have no reason not to. They really they have no reason not to. And I think it's going to be it's going to be very emotional for everybody involved. Obviously, it's going to be very emotional for the people watching at home. But they are they are definitely doing the right thing. We can all take a step away from pro wrestling for a minute and celebrate the life of a guy and celebrate a situation in a card that's being set up to honor he and his family. So there's there's nothing you can say about that besides that's that's cool. And, and that's the way it should be. All right, so we have the SmackDown ratings here, and some of you I advise just kind of get off the show until the next break because I know people. Does that mean me? Nah. A lot of people don't want to plug their ears. So if you want to plug your ears, go for it. Come back after the next break. Walnut brain. So the good news, obviously. Is it SmackDown finished with 3.303 million viewers? It's their best number in forever. It is a great number. Do not get me wrong. But the reality is it followed the NFL, which was a gigantic lead-in. We're talking, I don't actually have the NFL numbers, but it was something like 13 million viewers or something crazy. Huge. So, obviously, when you have a giant lead-in of 13 million viewers or whatever and you run your show immediately afterwards, obviously the television's still on, and so you're going to get an artificially inflated number. Now, to be fair, they did manage to keep a fair number of those viewers for a while, okay? So these are your half-hour ratings, and if you really want to plug your ears, now's the time to turn off because you're going to figure out what happened here. So the NFL game went off the air, And the first quarter of SmackDown, the first half hour, 5.04 million viewers. Huge number, okay? Now, it was so much the NFL that if you go look at the actual Nielsen ratings, they don't even give SmackDown credit for the first half hour. They give it to the NFL. Mm -hmm. So 5.04 million viewers. That was about the first 10 minutes of of SmackDown was all NFL, and then SmackDown started. So 5.04 million, that was the first half hour of the show. That's the cage match with with Kevin Owens. The show immediately, in the second half hour, lost 2 million viewers. Turned off the television. So second half hour, 3.15 million viewers. Top of the second hour, they were down to 2.7 million viewers. And the final half hour... 2.45 million viewers. Now, 2.45 million is better than SmackDown usually does. But I did see, and it continues now, everybody giving this 3.3 million viewers to Roman Reigns, I've heard, and Sasha Banks, and Intercontinental title match, everybody. Alvin Kamara deserves the credit for this. I mean. Is he getting a belt sent to him? I wouldn't have to explain all this if people weren't crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just accepted what it is, I would just tell you that the show did this. It's a very good number, but it's obviously much of it is the follow-up to the NFL game. But Mm -hmm. because people are acting like this, I have to explain all of this. And then people get more mad at me. But that's why I gave you the option of of turning off the show if you didn't want to hear the truth. So anybody that thinks that, like, SmackDown this coming Friday night is going to do 3.3 million viewers or anything like that, I mean, let's just get real. It was a good number. It was a good show, but this is why it was a good number, and it had virtually nothing to do with the actual show. So there you go. 
Yeah, the Saints-Vikings game was the top-rated show on Christmas. I think the overnight was a 10.1, so I don't know where the thing actually settled out at, but uh, that's the one benefit of being on a Fox or having that association as well, too. You want those bumps. You're supposed to have those bumps. That, that's good. That's fine. And they backed it up with a good match to start with Owens and Reigns, and great. But come on, let's be serious about who actually deserves that number and what that number actually means in the grand scheme of things. Do better, people. All right, so when we come back, we got the Raw Report, everyone's favorite, mm. including someone being burnt to a crisp again. Back in a moment, as we're live. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, everybody, broad time. Oh. What did y'all think of this show last night? I thought it kind of sucked. Although there were two. There was one great match, and there was one very good match. But outside of that, there was a lot of bad wrestling on this show. That was the biggest issue. Sometimes, like, the raw booking is just completely nonsensical, and there are a few things on the show that are nonsensical. But the bigger issue here was the matches weren't good. It's like one boring or bad match after another. So And it was nonsensical. It opens up with this big segment setting up a match with Keith Lee and Sheamus, where the winner gets a title shot next week against Drew McIntyre. And they spend, like, five minutes with Drew and Sheamus going back and forth and vowing to just pound on each other as hard as possible and kick off the new year with a great match to then give us Sheamus and Keith Lee in the most boring match I've ever seen. And Keith Lee wins, so they're not even giving you the match that they teased you with. Which I presume means you're going to get that match at the Royal Rumble, but we shall see. Just a nothing match. Keith Lee just sells and sells and sells and sells and sells. Quick comeback, Powerbomb beats him. That was that. We have Miz and Grand Metallique, which, given my expectations, it exceeded them. But of all the matches, you, you put Miz in there, whose gimmick is he never catches anybody correctly, against a guy who does a bunch of high-flying in Lucha. Somehow, they kept it simple enough. It was like, Grand Metallic did three spots. He got cut off. Miz put him in a few holds. Grand Metallic does three more spots, and then he pins him with a cradle. So it was idiot-proofed, but this was hardly the greatest match I ever saw. Miz is ready to cry afterwards. He's so despondent that he has lost the Money in the Bank briefcase. He has given up hope of ever being Mr. Money in the Bank again. That's important, by the way. We have Omos and AJ walking into the Drifter's locker room. They have so many heels on the show that now the heels are just feuding with each other. So that got set up there. Shayna faced Dana Brooke. This match was very... The match was... How can I say this? Shayna was very good. I don't want to say anything not nice about Dana Brooke. But I just did. So they do the match. Shayna wins. And then Shayna chokes out Mandy for good measure. Okay. I guess they're out of the running for any tag team matches. Alexa's in the ring on her swing set at her fake playground. She's smiling and she's singing. And for the second week in a row, she's making jokes about Bray Wyatt being burnt to a crisp. Ha ha ha! A lot of heat in that match, she says. This is not Randy saying this. This is Alexa making jokes about Bray being burnt to a crisp. So she's all happy. And then Randy Orton appears on the big screen. He starts beating up puppets in the playhouse. Now Alexa's crying. <laughs> she challenges him to face her later in the evening. <laughs> I'm like, ugly cry. what is going on here? What? We'll get to that. <laughs> Charlie's with Charlotte. Her usual stupid question, are you ready for Naya? Charlotte's like, yes, I'm ready for Naya. Okay, well, I'm glad we got that handled. AJ faces Elias. Another not good match. AJ tried his best, but the match is boring. 
Elias gets the heat on the guy. Almost scares. I mean, listen, whatever you want to say about Gunner, Jackson Riker, this dude was in war. But man, he takes one look at Omos and he has to take a bump and flee in fear. So AJ hits the forearm and wins. And I don't know what the point of this was. It's a waste time, I guess. Ricochet versus Ali. Finally a great match. These guys were awesome. This is like a match that you would see on 205 Live or main event that only like, you know, 5,000 people see, but it's great. We actually got to see it on Raw. These guys kill each other. They almost killed poor T-Bar and Mace when Ricochet's doing all these spinning DDTs to the floor and these guys are landing on their heads. Apparently they're both okay. Thank God. But finally, as Ricochet's beating up all these guys right in front of the ref that's not a DQ, he gets back in the ring. He misses the shooting star. Ali gets the knees up and then puts him in the Koji clutch and submits Ricochet. So Ricochet ran the gauntlet but was beaten in every match to lead to, hey, bro, you're a loser. You should join Retribution. But he refuses. So I guess the feud must continue. And we're supposed to care, even though, like, the story is he's such a loser that he ends up joining, but he doesn't join. So he's just a loser. But at least the match was good. So I'll give him that. But Nia Jax doing a promo and some other promos. Then Charlotte faces Nia. Another match that was not good. There's a spot where Charlotte is desperately trying to get Nia through the ropes. Nia will not budge. It's fake. Like, why are we not cooperating here? Time stands still, and finally Charlotte does, like, her third sliding dropkick finally gets her out of the ring. They do all of these spots, and finally Charlotte goes for the figure four, and Shayna runs in, puts her in the choke for the DQ. I don't care about this feud. Nothing here made me care. Bad match. That's that. It was horrible. Angel and Charlie doing some stuff. Dave last night was arguing that Angel actually had one relationship, which was with that bachelorette woman, who I guess Demi is coming Burnett. back next week. Yeah, well... Oh, the legend Demi Burnett. Not just that, but, like, he didn't have a relationship with her. The story was he kept showing up with her, and she wanted Ivar. And then he ran away when Retribution showed up. So this so we is... don't even know. We thought she was part of Retribution. We didn't know. They never clued us in on this. And then we had New Day, Jeff Hardy, and Riddle versus the Hurt Business. This match was good. The finish for the fourth time, everybody, was Bobby Lashley submitted Jeff Hardy with the Hurt Lock. So... My presumption is the idea is we got to get Jeff Hardy over. We'll make him lose to the same hold for 11 straight weeks. And then we'll put him in a title match, but right before he gets it, we're going to injure him and take him out of the show. That's what I think is happening here. I can't think of any other explanation. Your Lana, so he's getting the Lana treatment. Yes, he's getting the Lana push here. Four straight weeks he's been submitted by the Hurt Lock. You got a better idea? I don't. Mm. And then finally, Alexa comes out and calls out Randy. Now, as dumb as his storyline is, for two weeks now, Alexa's come out, she's laughed, and she's joked, and she's talked about how the Fiend got turned into a hot dog or whatever. He's burnt to a crisp, he's laughing about it, all these burning jokes. Well, all of a sudden now, she's in tears that he's been burnt to a crisp. I'm like, bro, the storyline's dumb enough, but now you've got a dumb story that it doesn't even make sense? Why was this a joke to Alexa... Until Randy beat up some puppets, and now she's in tears that the guy got burnt up. What's going on here? 
So she wants Randy to burn her to a crisp. Randy says, well, I'd like to burn you to a crisp. But the fact of the matter is, you want to be burnt to a crisp. So I'm not going to do it. So she pours gasoline all over herself. And the final moments of the show, the lights go out. Randy lights the match underneath his, his chin. He's cosplaying Roddy Piper. It's about to drop it in the show ends. Whoa. So, was she burnt to a crisp? Well, I don't know. They went right to Raw Talk, where they didn't even address that Alexa was apparently burnt to a crisp on the show that I just watched. I go to WWE.com. Oh, what do they say about it? There's a big splash headline. Alexa Bliss invites Randy Orton to the Playhouse. Oh, I got to find out what they say happened. I click on it. Whole review of the show, and the review ends with the Hurt Business match. No mention of what happened. So, I don't know. They don't know. Nobody knows. But, as always, we're supposed to care. Did you skip over the Miz getting the briefcase back? Oh, yeah, that was the other one. So, Miz is on the steps, and he's despondent. He has resigned himself to the fact that I lost the Money in the Bank briefcase. And I blew it. So then, Adam Pierce just walks up and says, you know, you're right. The rules state the Money in the Bank title holder has to cash in. And Morrison was the one that gave the briefcase to the ref. So we're giving you your briefcase back. I'm like, dude, five seconds. Something involving Mrs. Lawyer or there's yeah. been a lawsuit or something where your hand is forced. And per the rules, you like have to... No! The guy already gave up hope. And now you just come back and give it to him. So, if you thought I was mad about Ibushi uh, getting beaten for the briefcase and still getting a main event at the Tokyo Dome, bro, this is a thousand times worse. Otis won. Not even in the same Otis round. won when the briefcase fell off the ladder and he caught it. Well, seems to me that per the rules, that's not allowed either. The rules say you got to climb up and get it. Well, Otis didn't do that. Well, that one's apparently okay. So, Otis has the briefcase. Then something happens and there's like a lawsuit or something. I don't even remember some stupid story and then Miz gets it. And then Miz, like literally they do the match. Whether Miz was the one that handed the briefcase to the referee or not, he was totally into doing the match. It wasn't against his will. So he does a dumb match and he loses and now they give the briefcase back to him. I mean, sell me on this next year, everybody. Good luck. As a fan, I don't care. This money in the bank thing is a is a just a it's a joke, but everything's a joke. So that's raw. They they could not have done a a presidential thing played up. They could have had a meeting in front of like you know total landscaping or Four Seasons total landscaping to to, to the Miz fighting this to give him some reason to get. Why does he have it back? But then again, why does anything happen on this show? Did almost an AJ stand out there and knock? for an entire segment waiting for for Elias to open the door? I mean, there were a lot of questions about this show. None of them were good. Ricochet losing his way through Retribution doesn't make Retribution look good and wanting this guy in there, and they keep turning him down. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, over. I'll hold these thoughts until after break, but there's a lot of them when it comes to this show. Dude, I'm really disappointed that Adam Pearce was such a great GM, and then all of a sudden he just became every geek GM they ever had. Back in a moment, it's over live. Sometimes love 
What's in store this week at Staples? Everything you need to start the year right. Whether you meet at the office or on a video chat. Or whether your commute is now measured in feet rather than miles. Staples has everything you need, like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organizational supplies at amazing prices. And now at Staples, 2021 dated desk pads are just $3.99. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Get a fresh start this year with big savings from Staples. Ends 1-2-21. While supplies last, curbside available in most stores. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. It's 2 a.m. on New Year's, and the combo of greasy sliders and weak-old eggnog has your stomach feeling like it's ready to uncork like cheap champagne. For your first resolution, do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine. Take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, sadly, I forgot to turn on the phones during the break, so. Shame. Yeah, what can you do? Mm. All righty, well, let's see what we've got in the, uh, the mailbag here person says wwe are doing everything to kill the gimmick of the money in the bank briefcase plus did they forget what happened the last time miz was in those main event segments 1.5 million viewers bro it doesn't matter how many how many years have they killed the hell in a cell gimmick they just keep running the show every year i mean they've killed a million gimmicks The, the royal rumble winner used to invariably get the title shot but they killed that stip a long time ago 
They usually do, but not always. I mean, it's what they do. They come up with ideas. There's not a lot of, well, how will this affect next year's Money in the Bank? Ah, we got an idea. They do their wacky idea. They don't even care about this year's Money in the Bank. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pay-per-view now. It's a gimmick. It's and everything is a gimmick, but it's a playset that they sell. That's all it is. You know, when how many times? How many times have we heard stories about they crown a king of the ring winner and then they have no idea what to do with him or or what you know where to go with it? You know, whether it be Cody or Damian Sandow or The Miz or whatever, it's just a prop. You know, and it's just it, it's a joke, and it's. <laughs> They couldn't even come up with something creative, you know, couldn't come up with anything other than here you go. You know, I'd love to hit you in the face with this, but I'm just going to hand it over to you on this technicality, which means nothing and won't be followed up on. Nobody's got to pay a price for this. You know, the referee doesn't or whoever was in charge with letting it go through nothing. It just happened. It's just a thing that happens on the show. That's even like <laughs> Alexa and Randy. I'll say this. The first segment where she's in there on her playset and he's in the in the Firefly Funhouse, like they play it. Whatever this is, they're very good at what they're doing. It just doesn't make me want to watch it. It just doesn't make me want to see any wrestling. And that's like all of the stuff that they have. It it's all this weird jumble in this weird little world and uh, do do I want to see any match? I don't want to see as great as that Ricochet Ali match was. I don't want to see Ricochet anymore go out there and lose and cry in interviews and just be a, a dope. You know, the Miz storyline is two geeks, but the company's a geek, so they gave him back a briefcase. I, the AJ AJ has turned because he has been so entertaining. Now AJ just goes out there and plays AJ every week. This goofball who it just. I don't know. It, nothing seems to be working right now for me. I mean, at least people complain about Bobby Lashley. Again, at least he's something you can believe in on that brand. He beats everybody. He's a winner. Now, why that man had to lay down flat on his back and let them walk over him, I don't know. During that segment, that was a little ridiculous. But it was just like all this stuff. Keith Lee, hey, we gave him a win. And, and I don't want to just maybe they didn't have good chemistry. You know, but it just the way the match was structured and laid out, it, it even if they had better chemistry or even if they were humming on a different level, the story that they had to tell didn't help them. You know, Shayna came out of last night looking pretty good, but do you want to see, like you mentioned, do you want to see Charlotte and Nia? You know, I just, I, sorry, swings and misses, and I know that somebody might complain about this. T-Bar might jump all over us. Uh, you know, over this stuff, but it's like it, none of what they're doing, even the stuff that they think is so creative, even that doesn't make any sense. And when it comes to Randy and Alexa at the end, is that like, was that going to be homicide or is that assisted suicide? Which one would it be? Well, would he be like Dr. Kevorkian or, or a nice man. All I know is this. There was exactly one thing on the show that they did a good enough job that I wanted to see it. And it was Drew and Sheamus, and then they went the other direction. Maybe we'll get that match down the road. Even that, they've been so heavy-handed with, with, with that. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I like they, it. I want to see these two guys pound on each other. Yeah, I want to see these two guys beat each other up at this, you know, we, we don't help each other friends bit. And at some point, somebody's going to turn 
on the other person, and it's going to be Seamus on Drew, and then we're supposed to feel bad about that? I mean, I, I know I'm looking off into the future here, but with their reputation and how they usually do these things, it's like they're going to do something, and it's like they're they're going to expect a reaction they're not going to get, and then they're going to be sad about it, and somehow we missed the, the boat on this. I mean, it's just, I don't know, the, the whole thing. And Keith Lee, again, looks like a goofball, too, for blindly helping out Drew, even though, does he not watch TV either? Do any of these people watch the show? I guess not, because why have you been helping out Drew so much and working against Sheamus when they seem to be fine with what their relationship is? Stay out of it, Keith Lee. This person here says, I thought it would be a nice touch to mention EC3's shirt fundraiser on Observer Live today, if you have not heard. Shirt with Brody's head on the front in black and white has been designed solely as a tribute and fundraiser for Amanda and the two young ones. I thought it was a beautiful thing for him to do. Shows that the wrestling community can be really good when it wants to be. I believe that would be on Pro Wrestling Tees. So head up there and check that out. Yeah, Emilio Sparks is a good friend of his, uh, was a good friend of his as well, too. He's got a shirt up as well. And I know a lot of the people that sell merch, like the Good Brothers and people like that, uh, for at least a limited amount of time, all of the... Uh, money that they make off of their merch is going right to the the Huber family as well too. So Emilio's is through the collar and elbow store, uh, Brody Lee Forever. You can find that there. But I think a lot of people uh, are are doing something like this and and offering proceeds to the Huber family. Where it says giving Miz back the Money in the Bank contract just like that is the textbook example of why stips never work in WWE and nobody takes them seriously. This tells me and the new viewers. That wrestling is BS. Could you imagine this happening in AEW, even in New Japan? Naito, out of a kind heart, gave Ibushi the Tokyo Dome match without his briefcase. The Miz Morrison thing is utter nonsense. Bobby Lashley making Jeff Hardy tap out with Erdlock for a fourth consecutive week. This is getting into the Lana announcer's table territory now. Like, is Lashley winning the Royal Rumble? Well, I don't know what the thing is with Lashley. But I do know this. So last year, last year, Paul Heyman was trying to get people over, obviously. And there were a couple of guys who were getting big pushes. And one of them was Drew. And one of them was Alistair Black. Who, by the way, has vanished off the face of the earth. So it came down to the idea of which one of these guys is going to headline WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. And apparently they were the two that were in contention. It was either going to be Drew or it was going to be Alistair. And they went with Drew. The rest is history. So if you watched the show last year, I mean, Raw has not been good for a long time. As I've noted, the show went off the rails in the fall of 2018. So it's been a while. But Drew was very, very protected throughout the fall and winter. And obviously, at, during that period, they didn't know that he was going to headline WrestleMania, but he was very well protected. So as we look towards WrestleMania, I don't know what the WrestleMania matches are going to be. I have no idea. I, I don't know if they know. But I would not be surprised if Lashley ended up challenging Drew McIntyre for the title at WrestleMania. If he won the Rumble, if they gave him the big push right out of the gate, all the way through leading up to Mania, I could see that happening because of how well that he's been protected. I don't know if they're going to do that. I have absolutely zero inside information. But this is what they did with Drew McIntyre in the fall and winter of last year. And he did do an interview where he basically said, the one thing I've never done in my career is win the world title, so I'm entering the Royal Rumble and I'm going to win. So 
We'll see what happens. And they've been careful with Lashley for quite some time. So if that's a match, good. Because odds are whatever Roman's going to be doing is going to be the quote-unquote main event of that show, whether it's against Daniel Bryan, whether it gets against Goldberg, you you name the person. Whatever Roman's going to be doing is probably going to be the focal point of that show. So, you know, there's a way, I guess, to lose the briefcase if you're going to roll on with this through Royal Rumble. You know, Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble and then also shutting down any effort Miz has to get a title shot at WrestleMania on the way to facing Roman. Wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't think it's an idea that they're going to do. But uh, since they're putting it back on Miz, I mean, again, I don't. what's he going to do? Win the title and then he goes on to Mania and then has got to face Drew for it? It's just the if he doesn't lose this thing again and do it in a comedic fashion, it's just whether he gets it back a third time or not. Person here says, something has felt off with Keith Lee's wrestling the past few weeks. I don't know what kind of training he's getting at the PC, but he doesn't feel like the same wrestler. Well, he is not the same wrestler he was in NXT. He's not the same wrestler he was on the indies. He has zero confidence at this point. He goes out there. He knows they don't like what he did. I mean, I'm just saying this as a viewer. I mean, maybe he's supremely confident right now, but you would not know that from watching his wrestling. This is what happens. You beat the guy, retrain him, make him work a completely different style. Listen. You really think that all those great matches that Keith Lee had in the Indies consisted of him selling for 10 minutes? Of course not. It's the classic example of what are these guys' strengths, what are these guys' weaknesses? Well, we got to get rid of all these strengths, and we got to accentuate these weaknesses or fix these weaknesses, and you get what you got, and it's not working. All he had to do was fly a little less. It's like DiJack. I mean, both, where it's like these two big guys, like, it's the one thing they did on the indies too much was they did fly around too much. Like, that's it. That's also what got them over, and their personalities and, and the other things that they did in those matches is what got them over. And when you sign these people and you do this to them because you want them to fit in your little world, I mean, it's just there's been example after example after example over and over and over again where – and then you have the other, again, the other part of that is then you're asked to then work that completely different style in front of everybody, and then it doesn't feel right. You're in a storyline that doesn't make any sense. And there's all the other parts that come with it that start to break you down, you know, from a, or some people down from a professional uh, morale point of view. So it's just, it's, again, it's too bad. And last night, Joe, again, if you can make it through three hours of it, Will be interesting. Everybody that's crowing about SmackDown right now, are you going to be around come the third hour of Raw uh, when those ratings come out tomorrow? We'll see. Or t- later on today. First, as Garza says, he has his eyes on a legend next week. What if it is Melina and they pair Garza and Melina, leading to her coming back? This should have been your prediction show prediction, buddy. Decent so chance of that happening, I think. Candice Michelle is a legend. Maybe he can he can offer the rose to her. Why didn't somebody say that Charlie was in that uh, white outfit last week on Talking Smack? I would have watched Talking Smack. I wouldn't have wanted to see Ricochet cry, but uh, I think we're going to get Charlie as a a character with with Garza at some point. They seem to really want to do that. They seem to really want to try to do something with Charlie that's got nothing to do with a microphone and feature her in a different way. You know, I think that the prediction show is probably going to be a two-day event this year. Maybe this coming Sunday and Monday we'll decide as we get nearer. I think the first day I'll just read all the predictions from the previous year, and then the next day I'll take predictions. 
It's kind of my plan, making a two-part show. So, where is Noam Dar? Dude, is he's he still he's, on the roster. I'm on sure he's stuck Live? in the UK like everybody else. Oh, because man, with Alicia Fox coming back, it would have been a perfect time to bring back Alicia Fox former... is coming back. Yes, she's one of the legends. Oh, next I mean, week. she'll be on the show. I don't consider yeah. that coming back. Like Melina I mean, she, is probably coming legend, back. If she's a legend, Noam Dar can come back and introduce her because that was a legendary way he would say Alicia Fox. I can't even do it any justice. Won't even try. You try it, Brian. Go ahead. I'm reading, Say it like I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reading text here, buddy. Brian, I can't Fox. stand anything related to the Firefly Funhouse. What started as something new and different makes me cringe harder than an awkward teenager at prom night. I didn't do that in my prom. That's I seriously like felt ashamed watching the show whenever that or the Alexa segment was on. Well, there's more, but we got to do break. Get out of here. Texter, hold that thought. Back in a moment, it's over live. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, I love how Brody Jr.'s favorite wrestlers are so stereotypical for an 8-year-old. A top baby face, the best comedy gimmick, and a jacked-up dude in a mask. It's awesome. That's how we should all approach wrestling as fans. <laughs> That's how I do still. Hey. I'm still in a dudes punching each other and pounding on each other really hard. Hey, today's the anniversary. When I was eight, my favorite match was Ricky Steamboat, Dusty Rhodes, and Dick Slater in a bunkhouse match against Tully Blanchard, uh, Black Bart, and uh, Ron Bass, where there were all sorts of gimmicks. Dick Slater comes to the, to the ring with a, a massive oversized novelty foam hat on, and they're just all, it's plundering and thundering and a wild crowd and wackiness, and damn right, that is how it should be. And I'm looking forward to this show. I really am looking forward to watching this show. It's bittersweet, uh, but you know there's a lot of care that's being put into it, and it's going to be certainly something to see. And Eli from Twitch here says, How much you want to bet the Jeff Hardy-Hardy brother stuff leads to a Riddle-Lashley match in the manner you described? The title match is set for Hardy versus Lashley. Hardy gets injured, and Riddle takes his place. Ugh, that's what I hate about this. The fact that they've kept Lashley so strong that when he does lose, it's probably going to be a riddle. And on paper, that would be great. In the execution of Riddle with what he's been, no, sir. All right. So last thing here. I just want to mention that over the next couple of days, we've got some big guests coming up here on the show. So get ready on tomorrow's edition of the show. Jordan Oliver will be joining us. And on oh, Thursday... Yeah. The Mancer himself, Mance Warner, will be on the show. Can't wait for that. So be ready for that, everybody. And we got a lot of great stuff coming up. Brian Vinny Craig Show tonight. Last night's Observer Radio. Check that out. And that's it. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.